What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Big Baby Jonathan here. Welcome to the latest edition of the Big Baby Jonathan Sports Podcast Show. In today's show, I'm going to be talking to some NFL regarding the LA Chargers. Breaking news that just broke five minutes ago. Melvin Gordon has ended his holdout. He's going to report to the team tomorrow. He won't play Sunday versus the Miami Dolphins, but he will play probably next week against the Denver Broncos. With my thoughts, finally, 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 we get the running back that we need out there. From the, we, we finally get Melvin Gordon back. I'm excited, pumped up, because at first, I thought we weren't going to keep him. I thought we were going to trade him. I thought he was done. He liked a couple of my Instagram posts when I said we need to pay him. We still need to pay him, but maybe the Chargers and Melvin Gordon talked on the side and worked things out because I feel like if you end a holdout, that means your ego got put to the side. Because usually when you're in a holdout, your ego's still up there. Maybe Melvin Gordon decided, you know what? I need to fight for my teammates. Help them out. Try to win a Super Bowl. So that's what Melvin Gordon did. I'm excited. Finally, he's going to play Next Sunday, I'm excited. We need him because we're 1-2 and two right now. And Austin Eckler did his thing. Justin Jackson did his thing. But here's the thing, though. That's another weapon for Phillip Rivers. And here's the other thing. Chargers have great three running backs. We can use Melvin Gordon, Austin Eckler, Justin Jackson. We can use them some type of way. Like, we can put him in different types of schemes out there on the field. Rivers is going to do a great job with Melvin Gordon. Melvin Gordon and Phillip Rivers have chemistry already. Regardless of, last, regardless of this year, they already have chemistry. And our offense, five, I think 5-1 and one without him because we lost to actually 5-2 and two without him. But that doesn't mean anything. But now we got Melvin Gordon. Now let's see what he does. I, he, I know he's going to be rusty in a certain extent of he hasn't played football since last, last year. So there's going to be times where he may fumble the ball. He may not do, might miss some play calling. He might miss messed up, but it's okay. Melvin Gordon's back on the team. I'm excited. And for me, he's a good pass blocker. That's what the Chargers were missing. He can pass block too. He can lay somebody out. I've seen him do it before. He ain't scared to get in, get in, get in somebody's face. Melvin Gordon's tough. He grits. He grinds. I love his game. He can catch out of the backfield. And he, on those third and ones, give him the ball. Because get that game against Detroit when Austin Eckler fumbled, it was third and one. Hey, who knows what would happen then, but that's neither here nor there. What I'm saying is, Charger fans out there and NFL fans that listen to my podcast, this Charger team is very talented, but right now we're banged up. No Adrian Phillips, no Mike Davis, no Trevor Williams, no Derwin James. And people think I'm crazy. Um, Derwin James is the best one-on-one tackler in the NFL. At the safety position. I know you got um, Honey Badger. Tyron, Tyron Matthews. Either Tyron Matthews. Yeah, Tyron Matthews. You got Tyron Matthews. I believe that's his name. Correct me if I'm wrong, people. on That listen to my podcast and always give me feedback. Tyron Matthews. Eric Berry. Actually, Earl Thomas is up there. But for me, I think it's Derwin James, Earl Thomas, and Honey Badger. Because he's missing out there. Chargers are missing Derwin James out there. They're missing him. His ability to get to the quarterback. His ability to help this team. Defensive side of the ball. He's passionate. Hustle, grits, and grinds. Uh, but there's no excuses. And, and 
we got Melvin Gordon back. I'm excited. Looking forward to having him back with the team. And then that just shows that Melvin Gordon wasn't really going to hold out. I think it was just a negotiating thing. Proud of him from ending this holdout. Now he's a charger again. Now let me talk about, I, I know the game, I know it's Wednesday now, but I'm going to recap the Chargers versus Houston Texans game. Um, Chargers lose 27-20. to My thoughts, first half was great. We're getting down the field. We're throwing to Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, Travis Benjamin, um, Lance Kendricks, Virgil Green. We're up 10 at halftime. Keenan Allen was balling out. He had two touchdowns. Austin Eckler had a couple big plays. Justin Jackson. We're up 10 at halftime. But in the second half, O-line wasn't protecting Rivers. O-line was trash. Dan Feeney kept up holding. Every time we would score, holding offense number 66. But for me, what really stood out, what really stood out to me, the Chargers didn't like they wanted to play in the second half. They felt like, oh, we got this game. No, no, no. When you give up five sacks, when the offensive line gives up five sacks, it's a long game. And Rivers turned the ball over. And we let this, the, the Chargers defense play like trash on Sunday. I'm going to keep it a buck, 100. Because I could do that as a fan of the LA Chargers. I could criticize this team. And there's no bias here. I'm keeping it 100. There's no bias around this LA Chargers team. I'm going to keep it 100. This Chargers defense was garbage in the second half. The first half, we were getting to Deshaun Watson. People were flying around the ball. Melvin Ingram, Joey Bosa were flying around the ball. And Casey Hayward was getting off. Second half, charge defense was ass. Sorry for the cussing, but they were not playing up to par. And you let Deshaun Washington run all over you 300 yards with three touchdowns. You let Will Fuller get off. You let Hopkins get off. Come on now. You can't, pl- you can't play like that. You can't play. You can't have two halves. You got to play for, f- for first, second, third, fourth. Play hustle, grit, grind, passion. Because... I'm going to tell you this, that game was not a surprise in the sense of us losing because we normally do that, play really good in the first half, struggle. Like, a lot of, the, all, a lot of our receivers were dropping the ball. The only person that didn't drop a ball was Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen caught all the, the passes that Rivers were throwing to him. But we were down seven with a minute to go, first and ten. Rivers throws the ball to Travis Benjamin. Travis Benjamin catches it, but he drops it. If he would have caught it, he could have scored. And it was like a minute and minute um, and five seconds left. But at the end of the day, we should not even be in a position. If you're up 10, don't let them score coming out of the half. You have to stop them, force a three and out, and go score. Don't, don't play lackadaisical. Don't pull a North Turner and a Mike McCoy. Because that's what the two coaches that are not there anymore. When you're up 10, run, run, punt, run, punt, punt. So, Anthony Lynn, you did that on Sunday. You ran the ball too many times, and you kept on a third and a third and one. You throw an incomplete pass. What is wrong with you? Run the ball. Don't throw it on a third and one. Run the ball. I know you want to get a big play, but run the ball. And that's Ken Wisenhunt's fault, too. Not just Anthony Lynn. It's the quarterback's coach's fault, too. It's a team thing. Don't just throw it on a third run. Run the ball. And too many missed tackling. I'm missed tackling. Um, I'm going to dive into the Dolphins and Charger game right now as well. I know they have Josh Rosen. He's a talented quarterback. Ryan Fitzpatrick. And to be honest, they have players that 
They have Devontae Parker. He's a beast. But Chargers, do not. Do not go in there and play lazy. Because if you do, the Dolphins will get the first win on the Chargers. Because let me tell you why. Because for some odd reason, the Chargers can never beat Miami in Miami. It's always Miami's players getting off and having career highs and all this type of stuff. No, 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 no. It's, it's going to be different. We're going to beat We're going to beat the Dolphins 34-17. to Rivers is going to do his thing. Keenan Allen's going to do his thing. This defense is going to step up up the park. We're going to get the sacks. We're going to improve on the offensive line. We're going to do the normally necessary things to try to win this game. Because if you go 1-3, Chargers have to win this game. This is a must-win game. I know it's week four, but you have to win this game. Because if we win this game, we got the Broncos. And then I think the Raiders and Titans, I believe. For me... Do not underestimate this team. Do not underestimate this team. I'm going to repeat this again. LA Chargers, if you're listening to this, Denzel Perryman, if you're listening to this, do not underestimate this Miami Dolphins team. Do not underestimate this team, man. Because when the Chargers lost to the Browns on a Saturday night, I knew it was going to happen. You know why? Because the Chargers normally do that when they you expect them to beat the team or you expect them to do something great, they do the opposite. So I'm not, I wasn't surprised when the Chargers lost to the Browns when they got their first win on us, when they went 1-15 or 1-16, somewhere around there. And this Dolphins team, I would not be surprised if they beat us. You know why? Because Chargers, I'm not bashing the Chargers. This is what I see for my team. I have every right to say what I see about my team. So don't tell me I'm not a real Charger fan. A lot of people on Twitter be telling me that, and I'll appreciate that because I keep it 100 it's a rhythm. The Chargers normally beat the teams that you... They play well against the Patriots, against the Chiefs, against the Eagles and Steelers at the time. But lose to the Raiders that were 2-14 and one year and lose to the Bills that are 2-14 and one year. You can't do that. If you try and win a Super Bowl, try and make the playoffs, you go in there and knock out the Dolphins early. I'm sick and tired of losing to them in Miami. Like, everybody... like. You cannot underestimate any NFL team. I don't care if you have Jerry Rice on your team, Joe Montana, Ray Lewis, Deion Sanders, Barry Sanders. If you have an all-star team and you go and underestimate the team that's 0-5, 0-6, and they get life. If you give the Dolphins, what I'm saying is, regardless of what team you have, you cannot underestimate a team. Because at the end of the day, these are athletes. They're going to play at the highest level on the field. They're going to compete. They're gonna compete, and if you give them life, if you give them inch, if you give them confidence, inch of confidence, they're they're gonna find a way to win. Because at the end of the day, when teams that get confidence make the plays that they normally make, and when the Chargers play this Dolphins team, this Dolphins team can compete. They got guys that can fly around the ball. I haven't really paid attention to the Dolphins this year. I'm gonna keep it 100. But what I'm saying is, they got guys that can compete. They got Devin. Or Devontae Parker, they got Ryan Fitzpatrick, and they got uh, Howard, Quit, uh, Xavier Howard. Correct me if I'm wrong, because I think that's his name. He's the cornerback, number 29 jersey. But they did have um, that safety from Alabama, Kirkpatrick, I would have, Kirkpatrick, not Ryan Fitzpatrick. His, his first name is something Kirkpatrick. I'm going to go with Kirkpatrick. From safety out of Alabama, and now he's gone. He was their best defensive player, 
But, oh, they still have... They still got Cam Cameron Wake. Defense end number 93. He's a beast. Do not let him get going. Because if you let him get going, it's going to be a long game for the offensive line, for the Chargers. But at the end of the day, don't let a no-name player get off and have a career high on you, Chargers. I'm sick and tired of having you having you guys' defense. Chargers defense needs to quit playing soft. I'm going to keep it a buck hundred. When you tackle somebody, grab them up and throw them to the ground. Or when you wrap them up, hold them until the whistle blows. Because that game on Sunday versus the Houston Texans, we had opportunities to sack him. But when we wrapped him up, Deshaun Watson would go. Not saying Josh Josh Rose is going to do that. But at the end of the day, get to him early. Force turnovers. Make plays. And execute. When you're up 10 or 11, stick to it. Keep pushing. Don't relax. Because if you relax, you can make errors. I know there's going to be errors in the NFL. It's, It's just part of sports. But... You have to do what's best for the team and dominate. And I got the Chargers winning 34-17. to 17. Would I be surprised if we lost? No. But my, we're going to be 2-2 two and two going to the game against the Denver Broncos. Um, I'm going to end this Big Baby Jonathan Sports Podcast show. Follow me on Twitter, Big Baby Jonathan. Also, follow me on Sportscaster. Um, the Sportscaster app is where you can do live recap of the, live of the game. That's what I'm going to be doing. I'm going to be talking about the Chargers and Dolphins game after the game. I could do it live. I could either do it live while watching the game or do it live after. I'm probably going to do it live after. So go follow me on there. Big Baby Jonathan, BBJ. Subscribe to my YouTube channel, Big Baby Jonathan Sports Podcast Show. Leave a like, share it. Go subscribe, leave a comment. And like my Facebook page, Big Baby Jonathan Sports Podcast Show. On Facebook, follow me on Instagram, Big Baby Jonathan. Until then, everybody, have a great day. Stay blessed, motivated, strive for your dreams, and go Chargers, go Lakers. Until then, everybody, peace out. Have a great Wednesday.